Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Oh, here we are once again. Where did the time fly? Another week. Joel and I are back with yet another edition of Growing in Grace. How you doing, Mr. Joel? I'm doing good. Loving this stuff, man. Loving uh, hearing from you. I, and I don't say this boastfully. I just I love hearing my own self proclaim the truth. Why? And, and the reason for this is because I used to be so up and down with the grace of God and with how he felt about me and with my performance and all that. And I love the fact that I've come to a place in life that I rest in this stuff. I'm, I'm resting. Uh, I can confidently proclaim this stuff to be the truth. Yeah, I still have every once in a while, <clears throat> excuse me, every once in a while, I have the ups and downs still, but uh, where I'm kind of doubting something or, or wondering about something. But the good news, if for anybody listening here right now, if you waver in your faith, if you wonder sometimes, if you go through times of doubt or, or darkness or however you might want to, you know, however you think about it, just be assured that as you continue to focus on the love of God and his grace and his mercy and kindness and goodness and of, of how he feels about you and he thinks so highly of you and placed dignity and worth and high value on you, as you continue to you know to focus on that stuff, you'll become more confident in, in this. You'll become more confident in the truth rather than uh, than worrying about things all the time. So, you know, it's a, it's a growing process. Nobody's there. Nobody's arrived. But uh, it's good when you can get more and more grounded and rooted in this stuff. Nobody's there, but we're all waiting for the bus. Is that what you're saying? Well, if it's the Grace bus, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it is good. The truth of God is is eternal. God's truth doesn't waver. Sometimes, well, here we go, Kat. You know, sometimes our understanding of of the truth wavers sometimes how we feel about you know sometimes what we think about what god thinks of us sometimes that wavers but god's truth never wavers and so here's the thing you know we've been talking about how he values us how he loves us and cherishes us how we are the treasure and we are the pearl of great price that he paid the ultimate price for and uh, sometimes it's we don't feel that that is the truth. Maybe it's our performance that we're questioning. Or maybe we feel we feel we're stuck in a sin or two or more, uh, and we don't feel the goodness of God. We don't feel that He really does value us as highly as He really does. But the thing is, is that even if we don't feel it, the truth is always the truth. And so, even if we're not feeling it, we can cling to the fact that the truth is the truth. We just want to keep on renewing our minds and all of this wonderful good news. Yeah, and the opposite side of that coin, what you were just talking about, Joel, was sometimes not not feeling worthy, not feeling like uh, you're righteous, that you've been declared holy, and uh, that you, you just don't feel like your new identity that we describe here on Growing in Grace or that the Word of God describes. On the other side of that coin, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 8, and I know there's a lot of things that were said before this verse, but there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. I'll bet there's a lot of people listening now who sometimes feel like they're condemned. 
Uh, I mean, they, they feel guilty. We, we probably even referred to it with certain phraseology, like people are wallowing around. I use this a lot. People are wallowing around in guilt and condemnation. But that is just in, in your mind. You see, because the, the truth is, here's the truth. You might feel guilty. You might feel condemned. Uh, you might feel like a worm. But there's no condemnation. This is a fact. This is a truth. There is no condemnation. So whatever so-called guilt or condemnation you think you're feeling, it's just that. It's, it's, it's a feeling. It's, it's not the truth. It's in your mind. And then again, we're going back to you know, having our minds renewed so that you don't fall into that trap of thinking that somehow God is angry with you again, because he's not. Right. And, and that's, that's the thing about the steadiness of God. God you know, God is steady. I don't know about, you know, people listening to us right now, but I know that in my life I have experienced various times of unsteadiness. <laughs> you know, I've just, uh, in various different ways, and in, a lot of times it's been in regards to what I am thinking God is thinking of me right now. You know, I, I wonder because of either something I've done, or again, I've not performed right, or I've not been as good of a husband or, or parent as I want to be, or, or whatever, just for various reasons, people, you know what this is about. You know what this is like. You wonder what God thinks of you. We waver, but we, we got to understand and remember that the truth remains the truth. God remains steady. And we, even when we're unfaithful, God, is fa God remains faithful. God doesn't change. His, his value, the way that he values us, the way that he thinks about us, doesn't change when we change. That's and that's it's so hard because in our humanity we 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 know that when other people change our value of them changes. It's unfortunate that we're like that sometimes, but and we know that when we do things that aren't pleasing to other people, they value us less, unless they've learned to grow in God's love and grace. And hopefully, we're all doing that in in one way or another. But we got to understand and, and realize and remember that even when we change, when we mess up. God doesn't change. God doesn't think any different, you know, he doesn't think differently of us at all. And we've got to remember this by faith. You know, sometimes, even when we're not feeling it, we've got to understand the truth, remains the truth, even when we're not feeling like, um, like we understand it or grasp it. Yeah, remember uh, John three seventeen. I mean, Jesus didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. In, in um, 2 Corinthians 5, we've been, now been given the ministry of reconciliation, brought back together in unity with God. And he no longer, because of that, he no longer counts our sins against us. Th this is important stuff to remember as you go through life and you, you know, have some hurdles and hoops to, to jump over and jump through and some, some bumps and bruises along the way. Th those things happen. Which is why we, we fall back on the truth of what we know, because, Joel, be, before I started growing in grace and, and had a little bit more of a, I knew, I knew salvation was a gift, but I still had a little bit more of a legalistic mentality when it came to my Christianity, probably like a lot of the church world out there. You know, when I was doing the right things and, and trying to live the life, the Christian life, <laughs> um, I, I felt more confident. I felt like I could, I could go cast out demons, you know, because... I was confident in my ability. I was prayed up. I prayed. I read the Bible. I've been going to church. I wasn't goofing off. 
you know, I wasn't cussing. And, uh, you know, all the things, you start listing them, good and bad. Maybe, maybe you quit drinking. Maybe you quit smoking. Whatever, whatever it was, was on your list to try to get rid of or to attain. You know, when you're doing those things or not doing the wrong stuff, then you sort of feel confident, right, when you walk with God. None of that should matter. <laughs> the confidence that we now have in Christ is just that. It's based on the work that he did, as you said, Joel, by faith. We've talked before on this program about faith being the opposite of the law, the opposite of works, and it's, it's trusting in, in a completion that was provided to us from God the Father through His Son. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that's very helpful in this walk with God to to understand that and to grow in our confidence. If if you want to grow in your confidence in your walk with God, remember the truth of, of what Cap just said. You know, God's opinion of us, you know, you know, and again, our value of ourselves, like Cap was saying, it, it's a lot of times based on our performance. I'm up and down based upon the stuff I used to do, and, and now I'm not doing those things anymore. Or maybe I, I didn't, or maybe I used to do those things and quit, and now I started accidentally doing some things again. And again, our value and our, our opinion or our thinking of what God thinks of us can change. But God's opinion of us never changes throughout all of that. And that can definitely, to to know that can boost our confidence, just knowing that God is not like us, for example, in that God is not wavering, but we we do, but God's opinion of us doesn't waver. And I I think about, you know, how uh, the Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Well, I'm just thinking of John 17, where Jesus was praying to the Father. He was praying about his disciples, and then he says, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And here's the thing, too, and the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one. And he continues, but, but the, you know, the thing here to remember, several things to remember here, so many good things there, is that while we did fall short of the glory of God because of sin, the glory that God gave Jesus, the glory that the Father gave Jesus, Jesus has given to us. We walk in that glory. And on top of that, just as Jesus and the Father are one, he has included us into that oneness. We, ourselves, are one with God. Cap, you were sharing with me before we recorded um, several different things. We were talking about how we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. We're united with him. We're one spirit with him. You know, just as this says, you know, just as Jesus and the Father are one, we are one with Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit. And so these are things that we need to constantly remember and remind ourselves of as the truth, whether, again, whether our performance is is up to par or not, and whether we feel it or not, we just got to remember that it's always the truth. Yeah, uh, Philippians chapter 2, I think the NIV says we have an encouragement from being united with Christ. United, and then just real quickly looking up that word, just even uh, without even going to the Greek, Joel, I'll go to the English, uh, <laughs> Webster's Dictionary. United, made one, relating to or produced by joint action, being in agreement. We're united with Christ, sitting next to him. Joel, I wish we had more time for this, but look, here's the thing. You're not just a servant. God is not asking you to eat down the hall in the servant's quarters. 
You are going to sit next to him. You have a place at the table. And that is an eternal promise that will never change based on the circumstances that surround us. It will never change. That's right. It's never going to change. He has brought us in. You know, back in the Old Testament, people would perform a certain way, and, and maybe God would, the Spirit of God would come upon people, and, and certain things would happen, and then the Spirit would withdraw. Well, that's, it's not like that here in the, in the New Covenant. This New Covenant that God has made with us, again, we've been made one with Him. It's not as if we're one with Him, and then He withdraws. And then we're one with Him again, and then He withdraws. And then we're one with Him again, and then He withdraws. It's not like that. By His grace, by His grace, and through the blood of Jesus, again, that perfect, wonderful price that was paid for us, by that... By God's grace, we've been made one with Him, not by our performance, not by what we do, not by what we think, not by how we look, not by anything else other than God's wonderful grace. And do you feel worthy of all this? Do you feel worthy of God? Well, God has made you worthy. God has deemed you to be worthy. And we'll talk more about that and why and how God has made us worthy. Next week, right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.